All right, welcome back to another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Pin High Media. This week, we're going to talk about the John Deere and JT Postons win there. More importantly, you know, what's going on over on the Live Tour with Brandon Grace's win and, you know, the whole fiasco over there. Um, and we're also going to preview the Scottish Open this week. So let's get into it. This is Jordan Spieth here, and this is the Pin High Podcast. All right, so let's get inside the ropes to start the week. Um, do we want to start with the John Deere or Liv? Uh, let's I get the John Deere out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about the John, John Deere out of the way. Okay. <laughs> Not um, much about it. <laughs> JT Poston kind of had like, had it from, st- I mean, obviously he was a wire-to-wire yeah. winner, but he kind of just like, he had that that thing locked up the whole entire way. He's like never faltered. Yeah, there was not really a moment in the tournament where it looked like he was gonna like fall apart at all. Like it just yeah. kind of like played steady golf the entire way through. Um, the last round did what what most guys do, holding on to a lead in the last round, just kind of played even par golf most of the way through. A couple birdies here and there, but you know nothing too exciting really going on in the last round. But it didn't, you know, he he didn't like blow up and go like two over and then all of a sudden everybody's back in it. So it's like, you know, good for him because that's somebody with one PGA Tour win prior to this that you think might do that. I mean, whatever. The final score was 21 under and he was only two under in the final round. Like, like he had a pretty good three days in front of that. Well, he shot shot 62 in round one, something like that. Like he he was he went out there yeah like you said wire to wire feeling it all week, uh, not much else you can really. I didn't watch much of it personally, but not much else you can say about it. Uh, Christian Bazaid how went 66, 66 in the weekend and lost, so it's kind of wild. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. I mean, I guess JT Poston gets into the Open this week, so good for him for that. Yeah, I heard. I've heard a lot about like the whole like Open qualifying. Season yeah, something stuff. like the top like, weird. five was it like that weren't in? Yeah, but it's, it's only like select tournaments and like the yeah. Scottish Open next week, this coming week. It doesn't like that has nothing to do with like, yeah, I mean, whatever. Most of the guys first, playing not the, Scottish, the British Open, most of the guys playing in the Scottish Open this week, um, are playing as like prepped for for the Open, so like they're just oh, they are going golf, so they're already yeah, in. Yeah, gonna be, gonna be very good field this week, um, after. You know, just about the worst saw, field we've probably seen since this podcast yeah. started. I, I saw the strength of field. It's uh, like the the three the three majors and the players are like obviously huge strength of field, but then it's Riv and then this. This is like the sixth highest strength of field this year so far. Yeah, again, the it's a big big Crazy. prep. I mean, now that it's a joint PGA Tour DP World Tour kind of joint event, you could get points for the FedEx Cup playoffs. I think in this. Um, more guys, just, they, and more and they more should have done that a long time ago. They should have done that a long time ago because guys have always gone over yeah. to play this event because it's always been like yeah. get used to the Lynx golf, play the event. I mean, there was another thing going on. But it's only week. been it's a, it, it's it's only been the 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 big names because they know like oh they know they're going to be in, inside the top thirty in the FedEx Cup anyway, so like they're just going to go over there and prep for the Open and. Make yeah. it work somehow. I mean, whatever. Another thing that was going on this week um, overseas, the JP McManus Pro Am. Tiger was playing in that. Uh, 
Sander Shoffley won that event. So I think technically he's won. Is this just a one day? Two days. It was two days. Two, day. two, a day, two, two day, day event. Okay. Tiger was there. Um, Xander Shoffley, JT, Jordan Spieth. Um, Rory. You know, Rory was Did there. Did yeah. Jordan got DQ'd? I saw that too. I, don't know, I, I, yeah. I couldn't find out why. I, I never looked it up why. I, I saw I saw a Twitter post from like Spieth tracker. It said he just got DQ'd. I'm like how? It's kind of you got to be hard to it's got to be hard to do from a pro am. How much they get paid? It's got to be pretty tough. It, did Xander get paid a lot of money for winning? I can't. Um, I don't I, know. I, uh, I, like, they had to get like, paid to like show up. I'm sure because like, well, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Tiger Woods was there. Like, yeah, <laughs> Tiger Woods doesn't go there like for like anything. You know, well, he also he was using that as prep because he didn't want to play a, a four day tournament right before. Yeah, it actually was the perfect kind of tournament. Yeah, for Tiger to play in like a pro am, and then also. The Ryder Cup's going to be there in like six yeah. years, four years. Um, Jordan Speed picked up five a years. picked up a putt, so that's that's why he got. <laughs> that's why I got. Oh, to he finish. just didn't finish out. That's the yeah. most. Actually, we probably we probably should have expected that from a pro. And it's just like, like in a pro am. Yeah. On the way, you could DQ just something oh, like that. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I but I mean, Xander Shoff, like you have all these big names, and Xander Shoff, we won the like. The pro am the pro version of the of the pro am and like he won his last PGA tour start as well. I mean, you gonna pick up for the open? I, I will be out of open maybe. <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. He's playing. I mean, yeah, he's. I feel like Adari is like a, almost like a U.S. kind of course though. It's not a true links course. It's not yeah. a links course at all. Actually, Xander like a, Xander doesn't really like push push the needle or move the needle or you want to say. Um, when he wins, but it is fun when Xander's in it down the stretch, just because it's another name out there yeah. on the leaderboard. Yeah, I like to see Xander down the stretch for sure. Not sure I, if I, I always love, want to see I mean, him win, but I like to see him like chasing. Because no, he's, no, he's, he's good no, when he's, he's chasing. <laughs> he is. He's great when he's chasing. I love. I, I mean, he's he's due for a major. He's due for a major. It'll happen eventually. It will. Yeah, so he's, he's too good not to win. Before we get into like major talk, I feel like we should talk about the whip golf, right? Yes. Yes, we should. It's okay. It's still got some work to do in terms of like, I mean, the fields are only going to get better. And I think the broadcast is pretty good. Um, well, but, so like, for the, the, get better, the propaganda and, on the broadcast is hilarious. The propaganda and and the announcers, I feel like, I have zero golf knowledge at all. It's just like, it's just so time, funny. No, they yeah, do. It's when just Jerry being, Foltz is saying like, "Oh, the players very are dramatic. smiling from ear to ear," they're I get all the well, that, like, yeah, all of this, all of that. Like or the crowd is buzzing, you know, all that. Stuff. It's like it, the propaganda the is, is much, was buzzing though. Well, the crowd is the Ryder Cup crowd. Clearly, yeah, Ryder so. Cup crowd. According to Taylor Gooch, <laughs> yeah, never played in the Ryder Cup. Bad. Say what you will about about live golf. Taylor Gooch has just made himself out to be an absolute clown show. The past it was funny weeks. too, because when when he, he said it, knows it too. Yeah, when he, he said Patrick it. and and DJ were like right DJ next right to him, there. and they like have played in Ryder Cups, and they were just like smiling, like he really just said that. What the hell is this guy talking about? Yeah, it's like like you said, the propaganda. I mean, what my meant by like the golf, like 
every time like i watched for very very briefly like only like probably like five ten minutes and someone went in the bunker like twice there were two times someone went in the bunker and both times like they're like like oh that's impossible and then they or like they felt like they just assumed like they weren't going to go up and down they almost like make the shot like next like it's just i don't know i felt like there was just not a whole lot of uh i mean and it is these guys like lower ranked amateurs too and everything like that yeah i mean whatever um, i, I watched it on i watched a lot of it on, on friday but um and i, I, I tweeted out on the main account that like the big names like kind of made the leaderboard play well almost like, like it, it almost like it was more interesting that you had brooks kepka at near the top of the leaderboard um carlos ortiz was was pretty much leading most of the way uh dj was at up near the top of the leaderboard on friday like it was just a little more interesting when you had like players that you know near the top of the leaderboard kind of fighting it out but it is but it's still like it doesn't like to me i don't even want to watch i don't even care about watching because it, it doesn't mean anything at all like yeah it, it i kind of disagree anything i mean I, I agree that like obviously it doesn't mean anything but like to you it's kind of it's kind of like a contradictory statement because like you don't care about the john deere and that was going on and that's been going on for forever no but that means that, that, that that no i i agree i didn't watch i watched like five ten minutes of john deere and watched five ten minutes of live and that's like like People can do what they, what they can watch whatever they want, but like it's like the attitude of the players in the live versus the attitude of the players in John Deere. It's like even the with the drastic, drastically different fields is the the John Deere you can tell means so much more just because there is like getting to the British Open. You get like your game. Like people are trying to take advantage of lesser loan fields to get their tour cards. Like the season's about yeah. to end soon, and the live. It's like. Like they're what like I'm sure they're like they're they don't care as much. Like Pat Perez shot an 80 and made 900k. Like it doesn't. I was about to. Yeah, I do think that. though. <laughs> I do think though that Liv is gonna build something like kind of organic from it being so inorganic because you have these. This, for instance, the the guy who's like the second best amateur golfer who's coming from Oklahoma State. Yeah, gonna have a ton of hymns. And while obviously it's not going to happen overnight, but he's going to play well at um, you know at majors maybe if he if he can qualify, he's gonna. Yeah, if I don't know how you qualify, like like yeah, like in? like in, in a certain amount of time, there he's no, going to start playing well at live points. golf events, and it means more to him, obviously, than you know a Dustin Johnson. Yeah, it does. Um, it definitely does. And it's going to start getting like national attention and eventually it's just going to be a lot of those guys and the DJs and the Pat Perez's and the Taylor Gooch's or Taylor Gooch, maybe not the best example <laughs> are kind of going to be phased out of that. Um, you know, yeah, like I can see a world where a guy yeah. like Pat Perez, like he got brought over here. Cause like, he's a name that most people know, but he could kind of get pushed out of this format, like pretty quickly too. Like if you sign like a, you know, 10 more players of like big name, like all of a sudden Pat Perez is near the bottom of your list and he could get pushed out pretty quick so i wouldn't say that quickly so funny i don't think so, pat perez so would be out for a while no he's, it, yeah, it, but well, i think like, that's if, the end goal there is to push guys yes 
it is. It definitely, it definitely is. I mean, but I, I don't... it's still missing something, right? Like, I just like when you watch it, when they tee off the ball, like in the end, it's still golf. I mean, like the team of the team play doesn't really like do it for me. Like, I'm not really paying attention to that as much. Um, maybe because like, cause, like play, there's, there's like a little fluidness with the teams, I guess, because like we had like completely different teams almost yeah. the last couple weeks. If you have like the I same like that part every week and it's like a season thing. Like again, I keep bringing it back to F one because they like they're kind of copying it. Um, if if it's like a full season thing, like I can see the team team thing gaining a little more steam. But like right now, it just is missing something. You watch it and you're like, we're missing something here. I don't know exactly what it is, but maybe they'll find know, it, figure it out. There's nothing to play for. There are a lot of things though that I saw from it that were intriguing, and I think the PGA Tour can learn from. I agree. Like the t- like like you said, like the team aspect is really cool. Um. But, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day. It's going to, like, take a while for this to catch on. But I think it will. I think it, it, like, early on has the signs of something that's, like, not going anywhere. And I think the PGA Tour might have to realize that if they, you know, want to, you know, not get all these guys stolen from them. Right. I mean, whatever. Brandon Grace doubled his career earnings, I think, in the in just one event. So. He's made he's made he's made six million dollars plus in two events. Yes. But that's crazy. Crazy. Um, and I, I agree with you. The team play is a lot of fun. Like if only there was just continuity with it, like not like the weird redrafting. Like if they want to have teams, like it makes more sense to have like, oh, I can ride for this team and like have like they can make your they can make it so much cooler and more interesting than it already is. And like they might very well could do that. They might be doing that. Might be in the process of doing that. But um, like to me, that's the only really thing that would keep me interested in it. Just the team play and the leaderboard is interesting and like uh, it's definitely a better product overall. Like. Uh, no commercials at all, which is nice compared to the PGA Tour. There's just every five five seconds, it feels like there's a commercial. And I mean, they got to do that. It's though. yeah, it, they have to. Yeah, of course. And like the, obviously, there's different. There's no you can't really. No one's really going to sponsor a uh, Saudi run golf tournament or golf. I, mean, I wonder. League. I wonder what the end goal is there because I wonder. Like obviously, we're talking about all these teams, like. You could easily sponsor a like team. Like you could have like the Red Bull, like yeah, like fireballs or yeah. something. Like hundred percent. It could like you could totally have a bunch of sponsored team. Like again, I keep bringing it back to F one, but like their teams are all sponsored. PGA like, Tour should do yeah. that. Like they could totally have See, sponsored. Like, the PGA team. Tour should just like should PGA Tour should take that idea, like get sponsors for teams. Like maybe that lowers the commercial load and. It's right. like it makes it for a better viewing experience and the players will get more money from the bonuses from the teams. And it's a year long thing too, maybe like that, like that, like that could really change things. But it's like, again, we've only seen two events of it. So we're not really sure where it's going to go from here. Right. Cause like in the end, it's still an individual sport and like, that's what people care about the most, but like you could easily bring like teams into the PGA tour and it wouldn't really mean that much you to would. like, it wouldn't change too much. It would just like, just be putting I would guys take together these in teams, a way. Yeah. I would take they these can make teams more money. 10 times more than the Zurich. Like, and if somebody has, yeah, if somebody has teams. a bad week on a team, like you could kind of get picked up by the rest of your team almost and, and still make a little money, especially if this is what you're doing for your livelihood and you're not like, like 100% in, you know? 
unless you're Phil Mickelson. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, just a couple other things on the live tour. Paul Casey is the next name to go yeah. over, which kind of makes sense. All of his buddies doesn't, doesn't surprise me at all. Paul Casey's just kind of like ever since this, that back thing happened where he just kept withdrawing from tournaments. So and yeah, you know, alternate couldn't get in. Obviously, you know, he's not the best, best, best like guy. Like he's like he has like he kind of puts on an act when he gets like to interviews, make it seem like he's like so nice and genuine and everything like that. I've heard he's just kind of like just an asshole. Whatever the whole makes sense for him. He's in his he's in his forties. I mean, Lee Westwood's already over there. Ian Poulter's over there. Like all the guys he plays. With so by the way, Cup is over there. I think I I think I um. I think I could be a live golf handicapper. Are you two for two? First tournament, I picked Charles Schwartzel to win. <laughs> and I picked Charles Schwartzel over Ian Poulter. Both of those hit. This week, I picked Abe Answer. He didn't win. But I picked, um, what's his name? Uh, I picked Charles Schwartzel over Ian Poulter again. And I won again. I mean, speaking well, basically, of uh, basically, his pick on Ian Poulter, Phil, Phil or Pat Perez, exactly, yeah, right, pretty good. I mean, speaking of Ian Poulter, I don't know if you guys saw this. He like put in a court case against the PGA slash yeah. World Tour to play in the Scottish Open, and he won along with a couple other players. So like, he's going to be playing oh, in the Scottish yeah, Open. Yeah, I did see that. Like, and he was playing on live. So I I don't know. It's just. I mean, if he could it's, win, it's, if he could get playing on the Scottish Open, like other guys could do the same thing and start playing in like PGA Tour events. Like, why not? It has nothing to do with the DP World Tour, though, not the PGA it Tour. Does. I don't think he yeah. could get onto a PGA Tour only. I mean, whatever. But, if you could play in DP World Tour events and you could play in Live Golf, like that's enticing because you could get deal. your world ranking points on the DP World Tour and then you could play, you could get your money in Live Golf. So, yeah, that's true. It's It's crazy how fluid everything is in this like people it's like it seems like someone new wants to be where new every week or going um there's a new development with where they can play where they can't play like i've heard so many things about uh like i heard the one thing last week about like they can't they are gonna be able to play and live to on the dp world tour now they're like no of course they're not and it's just it's just it's crazy. All, all of it is just it's something new every week, and it's so hard to keep up with. And let alone talk about because, like, we get we'll, we'll we're talking about this today on Tuesday, and like, I bet by tomorrow afternoon, Wednesday, after we release the podcast, like something new comes out, or it's 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 hard to keep up with for sure. I mean, we knew this was coming, but like, I don't know. It just comes. It's it's come so much quicker than I thought. Like, we've have all yeah. these big names over there already. Like. I didn't really foresee big it names. to be like this. I thought it was going to kind of I'm die sure, down a little bit. I'm sure you guys are the same way, but in like pretty much any room I'm in, I'm just like resident golf guy. Yeah. Yep. Except for at work because everyone's <laughs> resident golf guy. Yeah. But like, you know, in a family setting or like with friends or, or you know, whatever. Um, but like at a barbecue this weekend, you know, I was getting pestered for my live takes. And put and I was like, the, the the best way to put it is that like competition's good for the PGA Tour long term, but like right now it just kind of sucks. That's exactly what I've been saying. All these guys poached from them and they're not playing right now. But like long term, either the PGA Tour is going to get better with like 
you know, what they, how they treat their players and not that they treat their players bad, but like, you know, the format of the tour or live golf's going to become a part of not a part of the PGA tour, but there's going to be some sort of relationship there. And that's going to be really good. So honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I think if PGA tour and live tour were together somehow, it would be. A- if, the, if something, if they could make something work like that, it could be, it could be awesome, but I don't, I, 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 I don't know. No, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really see them doing that, but I think the, just the PGA tour merging with Euro DP, sorry, dude, perfect world tour in the same, in the same sense. That's, that's definitely a step in the right direction. And I guess, like you said, competition is good and long-term this could make it so golf is better to watch than ever, but short term like you say it's like it's like i don't i don't have any interest of watching like the tours are like diluting the tours uh like right now it's making golf worse for us as viewers uh, yeah i mean speaking on the pga tour and the dp world tour emerging we have the scottish open this week which is a joint event so we do we should probably segue into that i feel like sure so i guess with that we should get into skins Yeah, so what is the core called this week? Renaissance. Renaissance. Renaissance Club. Correct. Yeah, they played it there the last couple of years, I believe. Min Wu Lee won last year. Um, I think somebody else up and coming won it the year before. Um, this is a big tournament so, for guys. Is that guys a trend who, we're going to follow? Yeah, I, it's I a trend that I'm going to follow. A couple years ago, didn't he? Um, it's a trend that I'm going to follow. Um, let, me, let me see. Let me find the previous. Someone players. up and coming winning. Well, the field's just yeah. So Min Wu Lee won one last year. Um, Aaron Rye won the year before. Um, and then the year Aaron before, Rye won? Bern Weisberger, cool. Bern Weisberger won in 2019. Those were the last three years it's yeah. been at at Renaissance. Um, 2018, it was at hmm. Golan, where I played there the week before the Scottish Open. So, fun fact. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have a loaded field this week. I think I have my pick. I wonder if your pick's going to be the same as mine. Um, Is it? I don't know. We'll see. Um, But the field is loaded this week. You have Scotty Sheffer, John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Sandra Shoffley, Matt Fitzpatrick, uh, Will Zalatoris, Patrick Cantlay. Like, it's just, you have all the top players in the world pretty much playing in the event this week. Um, Besides the live tour players, minus Ian Poulter and a few others. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> this is like what what did you say does trev you said this is like the third or fourth best field this year the sixth best field the i guess the third best field and non-major this year yeah it's crazy kind of crazy i mean whatever they all go over there to prep for the open which i'm really excited about the open um next week mm-hmm. but that's kind of looking ahead but um you want to stay our pick at the exact same time yeah sure <laughs> all right three two one Rasmus Pereira. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Different picks. Great. We we're on the same uh, age group, age bracket. But yeah, yeah I I have Mito Prayer, seventy five to one. Like I said, an up and comer kind of wins this event. He was knocking on the door. Seventy five on on him. That's really good. Yeah, was knocking at the, knocking on the door at a major this year. Um, really good in in strokes gained. Um, approach and off the tee. It's just like. 
I don't know. I feel it. I feel like he's a type of guy that could win at this golf course. Now the field hasn't been that loaded in the past compared to to this year, but he still had a good field last year. I think if I remember correctly, I think Colin Moore Cowett played last year, the week before, and I don't even think he played that well. And then Rory does every year, basically. Like it's it's it, they have some guys. Remember, but now everyone's coming over just because the co-sanctioned event, which is great. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's my pick this week, Mito Prayer. I, I just see an up and comer winning this tournament for some reason. Mm-hmm. I had the same thing with Rasmus Hoygaard, 141. They have double the odds. Um, I think both of those are really good picks, though. But he's also just a young and up and comer that has experience, you know, over overseas in, in Europe. So that's what I'm going with. I'm also going to go with the European, but I'll go with the more high profile one, Victor Hovland. 34 okay. to one. He's been pretty quiet. I haven't heard he his has. name. In a while. I feel like I, I, it's, we haven't heard his name in a while. I feel like this is a week where he kind of could come out of the shadows. You know. And then and then he'll be a very, very hot pick for the open next week. You know, I had a dream this week, I think two nights ago, that I was catting for Victor Hovland. So is that kind of a is sign? A sign? It might it, be a I sign. Might have to put some put some money on that. Um, it, it's just <laughs> This is outside and then I, outside the US US for Victor Hovland. I mean, he hasn't been there's been a lot of US events lately. So, you know, outside the US, Puerto Rico curse, uh, Victor Hovland is probably yeah. Big. So he's he's perfect for him. He can win, he's allowed to win. Um, do we want to get inside the clubhouse to discuss my dream more? Yeah, sure, let's oh. do it. <laughs> Okay, so it started out. I'm pretty sure we we're at the Travelers, and I was ca- I was just caddy for the week because I was like, because caddy was somewhere else, and I completely fixed his line without him knowing. And right as he was a- about to hit it, he was like, "Do you change this?" I was like, "Yeah, yours was way off." And then he changed it back, and he missed it, and I was right. And he was like, "Okay." And then all of a sudden I was caddying for some woman. Okay. <laughs> oh, I can only assume it was an LPGA tour pro, but I don't know who it was. <laughs> that dream is a little off the rails. <laughs> it's a great dream. <laughs> Melatonin is a crazy drug. That's all you remember, yeah. right? Oh That's my it. gosh. <laughs> um, that is about all I can remember. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see on Sunday wherever whenever the next LPG event is, you're gonna see that woman uh, winning a tournament too, along with Victor Halpin on the same day. You know Pretty what? Incredible. If I could if I could knock down whoever the girl was, then I would also throw down a wager on her to win this week. So, <laughs> Victor Halpin's win this week. You heard it here first. Yeah, I like Love it. That. Now, I mean, we have the Open coming up next week. I'm pretty excited about yeah. that. So is Tiger. Tiger, Tiger went on, on the record this week saying he's very excited for, for the Open. So. St. Andrews for the 150th. Yeah, that's yeah I feel fight. like it's not getting enough. Like, I feel like we're all, like, we're, like us as more than casual golf fans, like, pretty, like, we keep up with golf a lot. Like, just, we're pretty excited for it. But even then, I feel like I'm, I feel like people should be a lot more excited for this. You got to get on YouTube, uh, like European, like like Rick Shields, like and like a bunch of European YouTubers doing this whole thing on the Open YouTube channel. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, pretty cool. They did one yesterday where I think they were hitting 
hitting balls off the top of the like the road hole hotel, like the St. Andrews Hotel. That's oh, cool. I saw that. Yeah, green. yeah that that's was, really cool. Yeah, they're doing like a bunch of challenges like that, like as the week goes on. So that's that's pretty cool. You know who awesome. else I want to talk about? Uh, speaking of influencers, country club adjacent. <laughs> the question. Oh, those questions. <laughs> Great questions. Why is my father's love conditional? Yeah. Great one. <laughs> DJ um, did DJ was flustered. <laughs> Carlos Ortiz, what does it feel like to be set for life? <laughs> what else? Um Great question. There are a couple other ones. I don't remember what they were though. Yeah, those uh, guys are hilarious. great questions. I never heard of them before. And you asked heard those they're questions big, and then you sent them to me. Yeah, I they seem pretty big. They're pretty for that big first following. question, DJ like looked at like like what did I just sign myself up for? Like why am yeah, I a burning crazy? Yeah. But Ugh. I just wanted to shout them out because that was actually so funny. Um but other than that, do we wanna is there anything else we want to get into? Not really. We talked about a lot. Uh, last second barbasol pick. Last second barbasol pick. I got pulled up. Last second barbasol pick. Um, you got your leader, your, your uh, odds on favorite, Kevin Streelman. Jeez. Uh, um, give, give me Michael Thompson, 65 to 1. Give me Grayson Stig. Is he the guy who broke the club at the country club and also threw his No, no, that's Grayson Murray. Oh, Grayson Murray. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Actually, Grayson Murray is the one had beef with Kevin now. Give me Austin Smotherman. I mean, Kramer Hickok is also a pretty good shout. Hmm. Um, I will go (laughs) Hurley Long. (laughs) Why not? Plus six thousand. Okay, who is that? I have no clue. Um, Never heard him before. Also, look at David one, Lingmer, like that guy. David Lingmer. This, this is this is a week that like Jim Herman wins out of nowhere. Getting like, one before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wouldn't be surprised by that. Grayson Murray, Kevin Chapel. So next week, U.S. Open. You or not U.S. Open? British, British Open week. The Open. Well. People have been saying in recent years that you can call it the British Open, but it's the Open Championship Week, whatever. Yeah, uh, we can get, get into that whole debate next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good debate. debate.